Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 18th of March, 2021. What is coming, Sam? Brown John live, live streamed event, 7pm, 18th of March. Check our social media channels to find out more. More information later in this episode. Here we go, 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 this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Just been watching the BBC News this morning and I just saw a little clip of uh, James Corden doing an interview with uh, Harry and Meghan for his fucking American TV show. What a cunt. What a cunt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You just look at him and you just think, you disingenuous fucking... I'll tell you what it is. It is the fucking longest slow burn campaign for a knighthood that I've ever seen. Yeah, he's got a touch of the Gary Barlow's about him, hasn't he? Oh, God. You know what it is? I've worked it out. He is the ultimate poster boy for the 97%. I can't think of anybody else who represents that that rump of society that we've probably overly described as cunts. Maybe they're not all cunts, but a lot (laughs) of them are. No, no, they're not all cunts. Some of them are just basic, and maybe they're happy that way. But, but Corden yeah, is their fucking I've, poster I've boy. Never, I've never got the appeal because I don't know. Well, he's West Ham, so I'm a bit. Um, oh right, sometimes okay. I'm a bit but is he though? Is he? Is he really? Do you know what I mean? Uh, because David yeah, Cameron I mean, was West knows? Ham, and then he was Aston Villa, and he couldn't make his <laughs> mind up. So no, no, it's the other way round. He was supposed to be Aston Villa, but he accidentally said yeah. he was West Ham in a speech. It's all in <laughs> Which, the same. In a, fucking, in a way, I sort word? of think. Legend. Like now, looking back, <laughs> yeah. in a way, looking back, yeah. I just think David Cameron. I mean, David Cameron was like, you could still argue, even in the era of of um, of uh, Boris Johnson, you could still argue that he's maybe the worst prime minister ever. Oh, right? definitely, definitely, because he triggered but, all of this. He set yeah, it all off. But it's so funny. Like in some ways, if you take out the fact that obviously it's awful and it ruined lots of people's lives and uh-huh. split the company country in two, <laughs> there's part of me that looks at Cameron and just thinks legend because <laughs> he's just all like rocking, rocking up is... places and giving it like yeah, yeah. like me. I'm a West Ham yeah. fan. No, you're not Aston Villa. <laughs> Whatever. Don't give a fuck. Whatever. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same colours, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I am fucking can't. I don't even like football, so another cunt told me to say it. I only, this, I only said it because I only said Villa because Prince William supports them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what football is. I couldn't care less, mate. Next question. But Jock, he was you want on, a referendum? He, yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> he popped up on CNN this week. Giving his opinions about uh, tax increases and stuff like that, but and that's what he does. Really? Now and again, he'll pop up 
I mean, he set this fucking country on fire and then with the referendum yeah, then just and then walked off. away the morning after. Just the fucking morning after, half eight, he went, yeah, fuck this, I'm off. Fuck this. Yeah, and, then- and that fucked with my day as well because I was supposed to be doing my CBT, which is the certificate you have to right. do for your scooter once every two years, which is a fucking yeah. pain in the ass, but you have to do it. And I was doing it because I worked, I, did, I only worked Monday to Thursday on the radio and Friday mm. I had off. So I thought, right. I'll go and do my CBT that day. I'm sitting there. The lesson has begun. Talk radio call up. They go, fucking Cameron's resigned. You've got to come in, mate. I had to get up in the middle of the lesson and go, oh, I've got to go, sorry. And the bloke went, you can't go now. I won't give you your certificate. And I said, fine. He goes, you won't get a refund. And I had to do the old flashy, all right, fine. Don't care, mate. Right? And he went, well... Fine, if you want to put 40 quid down the drain or how much it costs. And I'm, well, I'm going to have to. I've got to get to work. He goes, what's so important at work? I said, the Prime Minister's resigned, mate. I didn't add, and I'm Britain's top journalist. But he fucking knew. <laughs> well, of course he did. Well, I wonder if he wondered, why is this fella at a walkout because the Prime Minister resigned? Who is he? What's this about? Yeah, I'm going to be the new anyway. Prime Minister. <laughs> Yeah, I've just heard the prime. There's an opening has suddenly unexpectedly come about, and I'm off to try and fill it. Ta-da! I'm gonna. Well, oh, good luck being prime minister without your certificate of basic training, you prick. <laughs> Can I tell you where I was that morning? Yeah, I was. I was fucking under your yoke. I was working in Glasgow on my way to watch Donald Trump. Arriving his helicopter at his golf oh, course yeah. for fucking news thing. Fucking and, uh, hell. I tell you what, been, when we did news out, thing. I'd, I'd been out with the production team the, the night before, but we were all shit faced oh, as yeah. we headed across to fucking uh, wherever it was on the coast, east or west, I'm not sure. If I remember rightly, it'll bore the listeners because they don't know the individual's concerned, but I think I remember the triumptive that we sent there, you and mm-hmm. the other two people, and I can imagine that was quite a night out, mate. Yeah, I mean, I got there late, but I put a shift in. Fucking hell, what a period for news, what an era for news that was. I mean, All the shit that went hours. down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that report ended with me in a back lane in Glasgow, swigging from a hip flask, kind of mm. suggesting that the next time Trump comes to Britain, it might be an Air Force One, as if it was a massive joke. And it couldn't possibly yeah. happen. And oh, then yeah. six months later, fuck me. Fucking hell. All, all, all set off by Cameron, obviously. All yeah. of that. Yeah. But there you go. Fucking well, hell. Corden, Corden is, is the it, entertainment yeah. world's David Cameron. Was he being obsequious to yeah, um, yeah. Meghan and Harry? That's all he, he does, really, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's talking to Harry and he's talking about, oh, what, what's life going to be like for you after lockdown and that? And Harry's like, oh, you know, we're not sure and everything. And I thought, you know, mm. he's had his tr- he's had his troubles, Harry. He's had his problems. He's been through a lot. Mm. He's had mental mm. health problems. I'll never ever forget the, the fact the poor cunt had to follow his mum's coffin down the road and yeah. he had to walk behind it because he was told to mm. when he was like eight or something. That is unforgivable. Having Insane. said that, if you put a hundred people in a room and Prince Harry was one of them, in terms of people I'd be interested in talking to about their lives, he'd be in like the fucking low nineties mm. because I. There's just fucking nothing there. Do you know what I mean? No yeah, one cares I mean, about how he's going to come out of lockdown. Leave. I mean, even I, I doubt he's noticed that lockdown happened. Well, precisely, precisely. And then the Queen was on a Zoom call with some other cunts yesterday, 
talking about her lockdown experience and getting the getting the jab and everything. And she mm. said, uh, "When I got the jab, I I uh, you get a feeling that you're protected." And I thought, "Yeah, because you didn't feel fucking protected before, did you? At any point in your fucking yeah, life?" But she she had to speak Fuck out me. right because. I think I just heard that on the radio before we started, before we came to do this, right? And I thought, <laughs> like, it said something like, the Queen has said um, <laughs> that, she, that the Queen has said that when, uh, has encouraged elderly people to get the jab, saying that you should think about others more than yourself. <laughs> she says, and this is how the newsreader did it, the Queen added that she'd had it and it didn't hurt at all. <laughs> they've, 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 they've wheeled her out, haven't they? They've wheeled her out. It's the queen. This. All I'll say is, no, I don't usually, as you know, I don't usually comment on anything, but I will on say anything. this. First of all, right, if you're fucking running around saying you're not going to get the jab, right, then why don't you fucking try thinking about other cunts for a change? That's the first <laughs> thing I'll say. Second thing is, I fucking had it and it didn't hurt me at all. So, <laughs> actually, actually, I'll say, I'll say this. I'll go this far. If you're not prepared to have the job, here's what I want you to do. I want you to step out in front of a fucking bus this afternoon because you are no use to anybody. Do queen, it. queen out. <laughs> That's it. Like I say, I don't like to say too much on out. Because that's my policy, but sometimes I've got to get stuff off my chest, and this is one of them times. Yeah, they've 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 totally wheeled her out, haven't they? They fucking say something. It's like when they get when Rock the Vote want get American kids to vote, so they get yeah. like the singer of Green Day. To yeah, do a, a but I think video that that's, I think that that's okay actually, because I think yeah. that you know, rightly for better or for worse, she has because she says so little when she does mm. say something. It gets a huge amount of attention, and the people, the ninety-seven, the ninety-seven percent, take it fucking seriously. So, mm. if she was speaking out all the time, which, by the way, is probably what fucking Prince Charles will do if he ever fucking gets the top job, right? He'll be fucking. Oh, he'll he won't keep his, He will not keep his fucking trap shut, right? And he'll yeah. and he'll be a dickhead for it as well because it'll accelerate the end of the monarchy, right? But she knows that. That's why she's hanging on. Yeah, because she knows he's a fucking idiot, right? He's got too much shame himself. Her attitude is keep your fucking head down and keep your mouth shut, right? We're on to a good fucking thing here. We're on to a good fucking thing, yeah? But And the best thing we can do is fucking hope that people forget we're here and just keep taking all the lolly, yeah? If you keep fucking making a fuss about everything, they'll be here wanting our fucking heads on a spite, you prick. Hey, sausage fingers, you promised to me you're going to wind your fucking neck in, you can have the job. Till then, not happening. Yeah. They'll have to carry me out in a fucking box. Fucking right. And, you know, she's she's like, she fucking quite rightly thinks, keep it, keep it shut. But mm-hmm. the 97% love her, and there is cunts running around going, eh, don't get the jab or whatever, which is going to fuck all of us. All of mm. us. Not just in terms of us fucking maybe getting it, people getting it. I'm talking about the fact that this country will never fucking be able to get back to normal and start rebuilding the economy again as long as there's fucking idiots saying they're not going to get the jab for whatever balmy reasons, right? So the Queen, when they do wheel her out on occasions like this, it's worth it. If they wheeled her out any more often, then we'd be in trouble. But, you know, it's very rare, isn't it? 
Well, like she said, she says, this is like the war. It's like, and she said, it it's like a plague. She says, and the thing is, it's not just in this country, it's all over the world. I thought, oh, strong words. Yeah. Everywhere. She's, she's on top me. of this. I've been on the phone. I've got mates everywhere. I've been <laughs> on the phone to all, all the other kings and queens. They say, it's fucking bedlam. Pandemonium. <laughs> it's a fucking headbanger, I tell you. That's, all through the fucking I... Commonwealth, right? Uh, fucking New Zealand, <laughs> Jamaica, all of it. <laughs> I've got a word that I use for the very, very worst occasions that I call them headbangers, and we all, hardly ever have them. AIDS was a bit of an headbanger, but it didn't touch me at all. But before that, it were the, the Falklands, and before that, probably the World Cup. Headbangers, <laughs> I call them. And I did go to that, and I didn't want to, but they said, you got her, because usually I palm that off I to says, one of the lesser would... royals, because I'm not I interested... Says... In any fucking sport, as far as I'm concerned, any sport doesn't involve a horse. It's not fucking worthy of the name sport. Thing is, as well, first ten minutes I were cheering on the Germans because they were wearing white, and I thought that were England's colours. <laughs> and they had to tell me, no, England's in red for this one. I'm like, fucking hell. And, uh, Phillips led in. He said, "Hey, keep your fucking I, I, mouth shut, you daft cow." <laughs> thing is, though, I'm half German anyway, so it was all right. Yeah, all right, but actually, I've got to say. I didn't like. I didn't like it that much. I didn't want to go, but by the end, I was quite into it. <laughs> <laughs> it were all right. I'd be packing a knots. I had a flask of tea, and it, you know. And I'm, I, as I recall, England ended up winning, so that were all right. But um, you know, like when the royals die, right? Because everyone's mm. been yet again thinking that Prince Philip was going to die. Prince Philip. Yeah. Let me tell you, people. Prince Philip will never die. <laughs> that cunt's not fucking dying. He's like Emperor Palpatine, right? Even yeah. when you think he's dead, he'll come back on the end of a crane like Palpatine Some does wires. in that last Star yeah. Wars film. Like, ah, the dark side of the force has many mysterious powers, you cunts. Right? <laughs> I'm fucking I'm back. back. I created Snoke. <laughs> right? He's, um... Yeah, and it'll turn out that Meghan Markle is, in fact, his granddaughter. Weird. But anyway, he'll never fucking die. But when they do die, yeah, there is... I heard this from... I think it must have come back off the back of all the stuff surrounding the crown, that one Mm. of the things that came out was there is a code, right, for um, a royal death that they use internally, yeah? Yeah. So they said, so, like... If Prince Charles dies, it's um, it's all bridges, all bridges, right? So Prince yeah. Charles dies, it's like Lambeth Bridge, yeah, yeah. And if the Queen dies, it's fucking Tower Bridge. And if Philip dies, oh, it's London Bridge. Yeah, you got. She's got. I got the best one. Fucking <laughs> Tower Bridge. That's the I one that the fucking opens one. up to let the boats through. <laughs> fucking best bridge in the world, mate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Best bridge in London, anyway. Easy. I like that one in Gateshead. That's like a blinking eye. That's a nice one, but it's too new. That's good. That's good, but I only wanted London ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Margaret. She had fucking, she had fucking Cambridge. It's way out of town. <laughs> why, have we just, why have we just changed their voice in the last few minutes? From... I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, um, right. I said to my wife when we learnt this, because I, you know, like anyone, Andy, like you, I love codes. I love secret codes. And we all do. So codes are like the best, right? So I was like, 
Fucking hell, this is really good. The royals have an awesome death code, right, for when one of them dies. So you just go, London Bridge, London Bridge, and that means Philip's died, which, as I say, will never happen. But I said to my wife, we should have a code for deaths in our family. (laughs) Right. I'm sure that went went down well. No, she was into it. And I said, well, we can't have bridges. What should we have? And she said, Prince albums. And I said, that's a good idea. What one are you? And she said, without any hesitation, without even turning to look at me, she just went, love sexy. (laughs) She wants the code. When she dies, she wants the code within the family to simply Mm -hmm. be love sexy. And then everyone knows she's dead. Will it not even Uh, be Operation Love Sexy? Because they're all called Operation, the bridges are called. Isn't isn't Phillips Operation Fourth Bridge? Yeah, that's it. Fourth bridge, that's it. Yeah. So okay, it's well, if it's Operation Love Sexy, it's, it's just... Operation it's just, Love Sexy. Mm. Yeah, it's got to be Operation, because then if someone says Love Sexy, they want to put it on and listen to it, there's yeah, going to be all what? kinds of confusion. Uh, what? Yeah. No! What? Mum's dead? No, no, kids, don't worry. What I meant was, just do you want to, to listen to Love Sexy? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Apparently gave me a heart attack. <laughs> right, no, I think I'll be under the cherry moon. Yeah. Operation Under the Cherry Moon. That's not an album. Oh, it's a film, isn't it? All right, Graffiti Bridge. Parade. Oh yeah, Parade is the soundtrack to Under the Cherry Moon. That's not so good. All right, I'm going to say Graffiti Bridge. Operation Graffiti Bridge. Parade's my favourite Prince album, so I want to be Operation Parade anyway. So Uh, there you go. Okay. Unless assuming we can stretch it out beyond your family. Well, I'll just say to the kids and Uncle Andy. <laughs> the one who lives in the place called Sunderland, which no, lives in my he's telephone. not like Narnia children. It is a real place, <laughs> <laughs> and Andy is a real person. Yeah, come yeah. off it, Dad! What that geezer you reckon you're talking to on the phone all the time? The little, the in little some fantasy man. land called Su- Sunderland. <laughs> he made it out. It's a real it? place. That's imaginary friend, Uncle Andy. <laughs> Is Operation Parade if he dies. <laughs> Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. Talking to kids, I've just been having a little watch this morning of Horrible Histories with Len. Are you a fan of, it, of yeah. that? Yeah. Um, I like what I've seen of it, yeah. I've seen more of the films they did, actually. That, that one Fuck they did about me, Shakespeare mate. was good. Yeah, and uh, did you see the one... They did one, but it didn't have the uh, sort of TV cast. It had more sort of famous film actors and stuff. Did it? It was, it was last what year. Was I think it was Rot- Rotten Romans. Anyway. Oh, yeah. The original TV show. It was one of these shows that they they had a cast. Mm. It's like a cast of players, if you will. Yeah? Yes. Who all played different roles. Yes. And then after a few years, they completely changed it all. Like that cast left. I don't really know the ins and outs. And a new cast came along. And, you know, you get the ump a little bit because you're like, mm. I like the fucking old ones. You know, like, yeah. like the Doctor Who people get when they change <clears throat> Doctor Who. Oh, fucking hell. <clears throat> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Horrible Histories is amazing. It's fucking brilliant, right? It's mm. so good for all sorts of reasons. Um, mainly just because it's fucking funny, right? And yeah. you, But the other thing is it's great for guilt-free parenting because genuinely, Len sits in front of it, it like in, in in every single gap he has in the homeschooling day, he will just whack on horrible histories because the deal is you mm-hmm. can't watch telly, but that doesn't count because he comes away knowing fucking everything about history. He's educating yeah. me yeah. the whole time, right? <clears throat> um, now, a classic thing that all of us know, it's almost like a cliche to talk about it, but I will anyway, is when, as a father of young children, you develop a debilitating crush on one of the children's <laughs> TV presenters. Yes. For me, there is an actress in the cast of Horrible Histories called Martha Howe Douglas, right? right Who okay. is... Are Googling that now? She is... There's a, when you first clap eyes on her, you mm-hmm. think, hmm. You, she's not someone who you immediately think, Gwah! not like Salma Hayek, right? We go, <laughs> right? But there's yeah. something about... Yeah. The way that she is so funny. I guess that's the main thing, right? She's hilarious. Yeah. She's a brilliant actress. She plays all these different roles. But there was a mo I was thinking today, because I was just watching her, she plays a newsreader in one of her recurring roles. And I was like, fucking hell, right. why have you put this on again? I thought I was over me, Martha Howe, Douglas Crush. <laughs> this is the last thing I need, right? And it was like that. I was like, oh, God. Proper I thought I'd forgotten down. about her. Yeah, that's what it was like. I'm fucking triggered. I'm going right? to go and have a lie down. <laughs> and I was thinking, when did I first get into her? And then I remembered it was when yeah. he was first watching it a couple of years ago. And she she uh, dressed up as Cleopatra, but Whoa. did it like... What they do is they do songs in the... They'll be a historical character, but they'll do songs that's sort of like a takeoff of a famous pop star, right? And so yeah. she was dressed as Cleopatra, but she was doing a Lady Gaga-style song, right? In the style of Lady Gaga mm. and dancing like her. Now, if... Anyone in the world, and I mean not to be offensive to grot bags, but even if the actress of grot bags, God rest her soul, or mm. even if Bella Remberg, right, dressed up as Cleopatra, they would immediately yeah. be sexually desirable, wouldn't they? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, is that, it's one of those automatic things, yeah. It's that thing that, like, anyone can dress. It's like, for men, I suppose it's Mr. Darcy, isn't it, mate? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I, I don't really know about that side of it, but yeah. I'm just, I think, sorry, I think I if a, to... any man dresses as Mr. Darcy, immediately, bang, get your shitty stick, yeah. lads, because everyone's going to want a piece of you. you and with women, just... it's Cleopatra. Yeah. Uh, you've just triggered me there a little bit to think about something that, that someone suggested to us a while ago, um, and it, it's a, a bit of footage of Sarah Green from mm. the early 1980s, from the Saw All it, Star yeah. Record Breakers special. Yeah. I mean, it starts off, she's doing some dancing, which is fairly provocative. I think she's in a leotard. She's, she, and she's, maybe I she's in that. a leopard skin top and skin-tight uh, knee-length pants, and then it cuts to her basically dressed as a stripper, and she's oh, wearing like a basque God. stockings and suspenders, and she's got like one of those fucking feathered things around her neck, like a feathered scarf thing. Um, and this was on children's television in 1981. But in looking- those days, yeah, people were highly sexualized. They highly sexualized women on children's TV. <laughs> it's they didn't care. Insane. I don't know why they did it, but they did. But it's in other it's countries, incredibly sexy, but it's insane. I went to um, Club Club Med, right? Fucking amazing. Uh, I've talked about Club Med before. I love it, right? Mm. And it's sort of a bit... It's like middle-class butlins, in a way, yeah? yeah. Um, there's loads of entertainment and that. And we were at one, I think, in France, yeah? And, and there's all the reps who are basically like the red coats. They're from all over yeah. Europe, mostly French, right? Mm-hmm. You can see where this is going. Mostly French. Yeah, okay. Wink, I'm, wink. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah. And they all fucking work like they do they do everything. So they're just hanging around, you can ask them stuff and but then they'll also like suddenly they'll pop up and they'll be doing the aqua aerobics by the side of the pool every morning. Yeah. Right. Then they'll be serving behind the bar. Very like Peter Butterworth in Carry On Abroad. Right? Very that much sort so, of vibe. Yeah. That's probably where the they blueprint just, for it, yeah. 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 Is that that's where they got the idea from? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Sir John Club Med sat there mate. Oh. now that's a good fucking idea imagine the money you could save if you get one cunt doing ten different jobs <laughs> in your hotel <laughs> now I'm fucking interested <laughs> and uh, and then hmm. and then sometimes this is the bit that's very problematic if you are a middle aged father at a club mate yeah. because all of these basically they're all like in their 20s Mm. A bunch of French... Physically which, attractive. French girls in their early 20s, right? And you're trying to not pay too much attention because it would ruin your holiday, right, if you did. And your marriage. And your marriage, yeah. And so... But sometimes they come and just sit with you. They're encouraged to sit with you, you your, with families, at the in the, like, in the dining is this, quarters. Isn't this what happens in lap dancing clubs? They come and talk it's, to it's so similar. Yeah. They come over and they just sit down <laughs> with their fucking off. plate of food and they go, hello, my name is... And they've always got a stripper name, like, my name is Crystal. And you're like, fucking hell. Oh, my God. Suddenly you spat your fizzy water. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> hello, <laughs> where, did, where are you from, London? Oh, I love London. And you're like, oh, fucking hell. And uh, so that's not ideal. But what's worse than all of this is that it, they do evening shows for the kids, mm. right? And they call them cabarets, yeah? Uh-oh. And because, like cabaret with Liza well, Minnelli. Because foreigners let their kids go to bed dead late, don't they? You know that. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, they yeah, do. In, yeah. in the Mediterranean, they let their kids go to bed at fucking one in the morning or something. Yeah, because they have disgusting. a nap in the afternoon. They have an hour's kip and then they stay up all night. It's ridiculous. Fucking mad. We bet, uh, mate, we're better off out of that. Yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> Those late bedtimes. It's one of the thank, main thank people talk about immigration, all of that, right? Forget it. The main fucking reason, if you go and ask people out on the streets why they voted Brexit, is because they were fed yeah. up of these late bedtimes for kids. He's like, yeah. I wouldn't mind, but I've got no time to myself to watch my own telly. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Get the kids down so, at half eight, tops. Tops, and then you can stick the snooker on for a few hours, have a few cans, <laughs> right? And uh, because in France, it don't make any difference because they don't have telly there, and they let their kids drink wine anyway, so... <laughs> right? Um so, but they they let them go to bed late, so they start the cabaret after dinner quite late. And all of these people who let's I'm not joking when I say the the reps right have been running yeah. like say the the nursery in the day with all the little kids, and you see them and they're just oh and they're being all sweet with the little yeah. kids and be looking after them. Or like one might be down running the archery thing, all this sort of nice wholesome stuff. Then the fucking the do kids they, go do to you. Do they kept, do they do they turn into sluts? Sub? Yeah, the kids go, can we go to the cabaret? And you're like, fucking hell, all right. So you go to the fucking cabaret in the theatre bit, right? And then suddenly, it fucking the music kicks off and they walk out. I'm not joking, right? Fucking stockings, suspenders, Sarah all of Green it, right? Like, but beyond that, like, I'm not exaggerating, like, some Sarah of it Green plus. Is, is proper, like, the sort of thing you'd expect in a lap dancing club in the UK. So fuck knows Goodness what goes me. on in lap dancing clubs in France, if that's how they behave Goodness in front of the me. kiddies. I went, I've been to these a few times, and then last year, or year before, you'll remember, because I documented it live from Club Med, that I went on a big family thing with loads of people, including QPR terrace legend Castellani, right? That was when he alphaed a Frenchman, if you remember, did. and did various other fucking <laughs> mental things, right? And um, and he's not someone who's that good at controlling his libido, right? Right, okay. <laughs> he, Fair. He, I understand, yeah. Yeah, and he like... And, and one night the kids were like, let's go to the cabaret. And I was trying to avoid it, right? Because I fucking thought, I know what goes down in these cabarets and I don't want any part of it, Right. And my mum was there and she wanted to go too. And in the end, I got like dragged along because I think my missus was going to bed or something. And I just went to my brother, listen, right, when we get in there, it's not going to be anything what you expect. It's going to be pretty extreme and you've got to try and fucking hold it together, right? And he just looked at me like, what are you talking about, you mad cunt, right? And I didn't have time to fully explain. Fucking hell. It starts and they've gone straight in. It's not a slow burn. They literally jump out in like top hats, basques with pointy tip things, like heels. Shut my body down. Yeah, it's like that, right? It's insane. (laughs) Loads of makeup, right? And you know you're going to have to face them again the next day because they're going to be serving you your croissants at breakfast, right? Mm, And they know that you know as well. And that's what's awkward. And they're like doing all sorts of (laughs) madness, right? One of them had a pierced tongue, I remember. That's lived with me. Goodness and, me. Uh, and my brother has gone, like, literally, it was like there was steam coming out of his fucking ears, right? <clears throat> his eyes, <throat> like, popped out of his head. His tongue, you know, like that wolf in that Looney Tunes cartoon where the tongue falls right out of his mouth 
right down to his waist <laughs> yeah. and then rolls back up again like a blind. Yeah. <laughs> like that, right? My my mum has clocked my brother doing this, right? And she finds it so funny that he's like that. She's one of those mums who finds, I don't know, her son's rampant sexuality entertaining, right? Weird, but she does. With him, she does all the time. She started yeah. laughing so much, she says immediately, that she's had one of her funny turns where she sort of passes out, which is what she does when she gets too entertained. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. How did and this kid- not get mentioned during the live fucking updates from Club Med? <laughs> the kids are like, I think I might have finished by then. I think it might have been one of the last nights. And the kids were like, why is, why is she, uh, is she falling asleep? And I was like, sort of kids, yeah. <laughs> She's gone to a different place for a while. Basically, it's a secret. It's a chain, it's a chain reaction, kids, in a way. See, that lass, the one who runs the kiddies club, has come out in her undies, right? And <laughs> to be fair, no, to be fair, in the daytime when she's just wearing like a loose polo shirt, you have no idea quite how massive her bangers are, right? But she's come out here and you're like, Christ, I did not fucking realise how big they were, right? <laughs> so as a result, your uncle your uncle Cass, QBR terrorist legend, right? Isn't he's been become, deeply affected by this. <laughs> he's become very surprised. And shocked. And uh, what else can I say? He's sort of bewildered, you know. And uh, and as a result of his bewilderment, your nan there has looked at him. And I suppose, in a way, was she worried about Uncle Cass? Yeah, in a way, she was worried. And so <laughs> she sort of just passed out in order to cope as a coping mechanism, if you will. And that is what is happening. <laughs> So you've got to be careful. But anyway, that actress from... It's a weird one. There might be other actresses in Horrible Histories that some people might think, but mm. there's something about her that she has this uh, uh, um, a sexual allure to me. And yeah. I don't know, because these are all old shows, maybe it was years ago that she was even in it. They're now, they now What they now do is they do that sitcom called Ghosts on BBC Two. Yeah, which I still which haven't is, got around to watching, but everyone says it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, everyone says it's great. I watched, like, the first episode with the kids. I didn't stick with it. But they are all yeah. extremely talented actors. Really yeah. funny. So, Especially fair enough. Good. So, We've- you know, good luck to them. But she's the one I like best, see? <laughs> <laughs> We've got an announcement to make, haven't we? We've got oh, something coming yeah. up. You, can you explain it? Because I'm not entirely sure what's, what's going on. We haven't been able to tour uh, for the last year now. So, we mm. are doing... Um, a live streamed show mm-hmm. it will be on Thursday the 18th of March so just under right. three weeks time it will you can watch it live on YouTube but you need to buy a ticket right <clears throat> yeah so you that you can watch it for, via various different platforms YouTube is probably the best one uh, but you don't need to worry about that you'll be sent a link on the night what you do is you go to Eventbrite we will put the link out through all our social channels, but if not, just search for us on Eventbrite. Buy your ticket. It's £7 early bird ticket, £5 if you're IFS. And what are we calling it, Sam? Brown John Live. Brown John is coming. As so Brown John, if you remember the episodes in which we outlined our vision of a sort of... What is Brown John? It's Blue basically Peter mi- for blokes, isn't it? Really? Blue Peter for middle-aged blokes, really. Um... <laughs> And we will be bringing that to life. It will be live. It will be video. There will be huge opportunity for interaction. 
we have oh, will, a yeah, special definitely. we have a special technology where you can be brought on screen with us throughout the show. With us. Yeah. You can appear with yeah. us. We can do Q and A's. You can ask us questions. We we may rate your rigs. You may want to, you know, uh, we may do life, live, life, life logistics. There will also be guest appearances from some of your favourite top well, light time machine characters. Yeah, let's not give too much away on that score, but yeah, that's that's happening. Uh, yeah, that's that, and it's happening in about three weeks. Um, and um, we'll put out the information on the Twitter and the Facebook. And on our website and everywhere else where we can be, be reached. And, and if you're IFS, you will receive your discount code. Which we you will can, put that out so on don't, the IFS So don't buy well, tickets yeah. until you've received that. If you you're might IFS, as well. If, just, subs- just subscribe to well the IFS to get the two quid off. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, it works out kind of the same. And we might do more of Maybe these shows. So if you're saving two quid <clears> every time, ultimately your the IFS membership would have paid for itself after a few you, shows. You, you'll make a profit, I think, somehow. You will, you will. You'll make Possibly. a profit. So the easiest thing is to <clears> just <throat> sign up to IFS. Once you've done that, you will receive your code and then you buy a ticket and we're going to have great times. It's going to be a live hour-long show on yeah. the 18th of March at 7pm. <clears throat> so keep it free. Yeah, yeah. Right, quickly, predictions before we go. Um, are you ready? Here we yeah. go, first one. Leicester versus Arsenal. Leicester versus Arsenal, I'm going to say 2-1 Leicester. I'm going to say 1-0 to Leicester. Um, Barnsley versus Millwall. Put Chuck and Millwall in early. I'll go for that one. Um, I think this is going to be 1-0 to Barnsley. I'm going to say 2-0 Barnsley. 2-0 Barnsley. Manchester City versus West Ham United. Ooh. 1-0 1-0 to West Ham. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that will be... Uh, 3-1 to Manchester City. Sorry. Crystal oh, Palace so- versus solid Fulham. Solid guess. <laughs> uh, Crystal go. Palace versus Fulham. I'll go for that. Palace-Fulham. I think this will be... <clears throat> um, Palace will win this one 2-0. Hmm. I'm going to say no, change one my mind. Fulham. Change my mind, 1-0. Okay, I'm going to say 1-0 Fulham. Oh, okay. I think Fulham are a decent uh, side, actually. They are, yeah. And they're chasing, they're hunting down Newcastle, which is fun to watch mm. for me. But I do think Palace might win this one. Uh, Crew versus Sunderland, last of all. Shall I go first as it's my team? Yeah. I think we are 2-0 Sunderland. I'd say 2-0 Sunderland as well. Okay, fair enough. That's the predictions. That's the episode. Brown John is coming. Get your tickets now. Um, and have a good weekend. And try hard. <laughs> you can only do your best. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.